Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Music Box with Tanya Dallas Lewis, where there is love inside, bringing you the hottest gospel and Christian music, interviews that are all the way live, and the latest Christian and gospel news. So don't touch that dial. about today's show. Oh, my goodness. I know you guys will sing along with that song, Top Gospel Billboard Hit by none other <laughs> than Patrick Dobson. I, 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 I meant to write that. I didn't get to write that, but I meant to. You didn't get to write that? Yeah, I, I meant to. I, I thought you that meant to write the song. Yeah, I meant to when I was talking to Jesus. And I said, Jesus, oh. Jesus, my, my friend, my strong type, uh-huh. Jesus. See, I already wrote yes. the song. I just didn't put a melody to it. You sound like Roderick Purvis. You need to stop. <laughs> y'all always writing songs that y'all, That's it. <laughs> that I wrote y'all that. didn't write. <laughs> well, well, happy Thursday to everybody out there. We are so excited that you would tune in with your girl tonight, National Gospel Recording Artist Tanya Dallas-Lewis. As always, we've got a great show in store for you. So I want to start off by thanking those of you who will be listening via iTunes, Facebook, Twitter, those of you sitting at home, some of you riding in your car, man, today has been a long day for a lot of you. You came home, you worked all day, you cooked dinner, did homework with the kids, and now yeah. you're sitting down and chillaxing with your girl, I Tanya Dallas Lewis, and my co-host, of course, Logic the you know Teacher. Me. We I, I cooked that dinner. You I, didn't I was, cook nothing. I, I was slaving <laughs> in the kitchen. I was. You weren't doing anything in the kitchen. <laughs> but you did work today. Music teacher extraordinaire. I know the kid. Well, I'm an educator as well. So, But I was off today, of course. You were I off. was okay. down in D.C. Uh, with the Congresswoman, Sheila Jackson Lee, and other federal employees singing the national anthem for a historic uh, black history program as they celebrated the 150th anniversary of the Emancipation Pro- Pro- Proclamation as well as the 50th anniversary for the March on Washington. It was a moving uh, program, uh, a lot of federal employees, guests, uh, you know, Congress people, all that right. stuff. They didn't it sequester was, you. They didn't, they didn't sequester you. No, I, but. I feel good because I, I know that word. I feel good. I, feel I, like will, <laughs> I will tell you that uh, John Barry, he is the director of OPM, he pulled me aside after the anthem and said, He's shaking my hand so hard, <laughs> and he was like, "I was I was moved to tears by that rendition of the national anthem." And I was like, "Oh my gosh, I was moved to tears." <laughs> he was moved to tears. Oh, you know, y'all was moving tears. About, there's something about the national anthem for me. Um, it's kind of spiritual for me, really. I feel like God's presence when I sing it, and it's kind of like, why? <laughs> but it's there. <laughs> So nevertheless, uh, for those of you who are able to come out and join me at the uh, Department of Transportation for their uh, celebration of the 150th, man, years of the Emancipation Proclamation, as well as the 50th anniversary of March on Washington, we had a good time. Well, you know what Logic and I always ask you to do? We ask you to, what do we ask them to do? They, they got pulled at, heist that window in the kitchen right across, the, right right over top of the sink and yell at it. <laughs> That's right. You guys need to let your, let your friends and your family know that your girl is on the air. You guys can call in. Again, great show tonight. Our guest, our featured guest is Patrick Dobson. He is a singer, a songwriter. He's a businessman. Uh, God has placed a special anointing on this man for praise and worship. 
and he's tearing down racial and cultural, generational and denominational barriers. He is doing the darn thing. Had the pleasure of meeting him. He has a heart of gold. You guys are going to fall in love with him. I know you've heard of him, but if you haven't, I guarantee you, you fall in love with him tonight. And if you, it's not even a if you don't, because it's just going to be that's just going to be the way it is. Logic, he's been involved in music ministry since he was seven. He's a PK, like me. Yes, and me too. (laughs) And he knew at that early age that this was what he was supposed to do. So I can't wait to talk to him. Oh, good. I get to ask him if he he had that usher that made him spit his gum out in in their hand. You know that one usher. You always had that one usher that was just rude to everybody. (laughs) I think every church has to have one of those. Every church, just one. Every church had that, just one, one. that one usher. <laughs> just one. But shout out to the GMAP Broadcast Network. Well, they will be broadcasting, rebroadcasting this show live, uh, as well as the other radio networks who uh, re-air our show. Thank you for syndicating the music box. We're her, we are heard all over the world, actually. So shout out again to our listeners in Canada, uh, Ghana, Africa. Oh, oh God. Canada. Selma, Alabama. we got... We got people listening from all, oh I forgot Jamaica. That is all Jamaica. You getting better. And I just want to remind you all before we go and pay these bills uh, that this show is brought to you by the ITG agency and sponsored by God's Gift Graphics. All right, we're going to pay some bills and then the next voice you will hear is none other than singer songwriter Patrick Dawson. I can't wait. Can you wait? Wait, 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 wait. Can you can you wait? Can, I can't no, wait. you can't. Mm-mm, okay, all right, I'm going to pay some bills now. Here we go. <laughs> Mom, I'm hungry. What's for dinner? In this tough economy, if you're a mom like I am, you are always looking for ways to stick to your budget, especially when it comes to making meals for the ones you love. That's why I was beside myself with joy when I found ProManMeals.com. Poman Meals specializes in orchestrating affordable yet creative alternatives to everyday eating. We all love food, and at Poman Meals, they showed me how to get more out of my meals without taking more out of my pocket. It's PoManMeals.com, where saving dollars makes sense. That's www.PoManMeals.com. Thanks, Mom. Dinner was delicious. Hey, everybody. It's your girl, Tanya Dallas-Lewis, right here on the Music Box. And make sure you follow me on Twitter at Tanya D. Lewis. That's the at sign, T as in Tom, A, N as in Nancy, Y, A, D as in dog, L, E as in everything, W, I, S as in Sam. That's right, at Tanya D. Lewis on Twitter. Love y'all. Now back to more on the Music Box. What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Big C, the encourager. And you can hear me on Urban Gospel Sounds. Go to my website, get my programming schedule. That's UrbanGospelSounds.com. But right now, you're hanging with my sister, Tanya Dallas-Lewis, on the music box. Keep it locked and stay right here. It's 8.08 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here in the, well, I don't want to say nation's capital because we really do represent the DMV, D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. Thank you guys so much once again. Heart is tickled pink and green that you would hang out with me tonight right here on the Music Box. I want to send a shout-out, of course, to Janine, who just texted me saying she is listening to the show from her phone and literally eating greens cornbread and baked chicken, which is exactly the menu that we have in the virtual green room for Patrick. Isn't that That a coincidence? That is uh, just such a coincidence. We (laughs) definitely don't plan that. (laughs) We'll have to see see if he likes food or not. Right. Oh, if you're just tuning in, it's the Music Box and our special guest is in the green room. We're going to bring him out. We try to always feed our guests um, to make sure that they have the best food possible. Patrick, are you there? I'm here. What's going on? How are you doing, Tanya? I'm All doing right. great. How are you? Good. I'm just hanging out. I've been listening for a little bit, so y'all just having a blast by yourself. <laughs> that's, that's how we do it. That's how we do it. Uh, 
Roger's <laughs> cutting up, so uh, yeah, it's good to hang out with you guys tonight. I really appreciate the opportunity. Oh, and we appreciate you, too. I want you to meet my co-host, Logic, the teacher. I want to make sure I What's going you on, too. brother? I'm, I'm going to talk to you. Right? I'm good. I'm going to talk to you after the show about how I can slick my hair back like you did on the picture. <laughs> and if you have any pictures with your mouth open, because you know I'm going to go look for them right now. I'm, I'm, I'm sure. looking for them right now. Sure. Yeah, let me warn you. He, every guest we have, Patrick, he tries to find, like, an embarrassing photo of them, you know, and post it on his page. So I'm sure well, you don't have, have one, any of those. I have one that will take, you know, take it all. It's actually on my Instagram feed. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. A former pastor of mine. So I know you're going there now. uh <laughs> I'm about to go get uh, it, brother. A, a former pastor of mine was asking uh, everybody in the church to send him their ugly face, and so, you know, I figured <laughs> I'd send him send him one, and uh, it's pretty pretty messed up. But I had my my bass fishing hat on and had it turned mm. sideways and looking all crazy. So uh, I love that's it. actually it's a little scary, but if you want to use it, you're you're welcome to it. So I ain't scared. <laughs> Patrick, you are so humble. You would voluntarily send in an ugly picture to the He helped me out. He helped me right on out. I appreciate that. And told us where to find it. Where to find it. (laughs) I love that. Oh, wow. Well, Patrick, I've had the honor to to meet you in person uh, this past Stellar Award weekend, and you're doing some big, big things, and I'm so grateful to have you right here on the music box. We're not going to hold you long, but we just love to give our listeners um the music box is a show by a musician for musicians and the other and the crazy people who have to love us, you know, and tolerate us. And so we have a lot of people who are listening and they really want to hear what it is you have to say. And I try to you've done so many interviews, Patrick. I try to just give them a little different glimpse of you. So I'm going to try my sure. best, okay? Sure, no problem. <laughs> okay. All right, well first and foremost, foremost Patrick, um I talked a little bit about you before we brought you out of the virtual green room. Why do you sing gospel music? Because I love Jesus. <laughs> and there's nothing better to sing about. And, uh, you know, I really mean that. And it's just something that growing up in a pastor's home, you don't necessarily have the choice when you're uh-huh. first, right. you know, coming coming up in the church. <laughs> but, you know, when you get to that place in life, I don't, you know, we, we, we in the church, we call it the age of accountability. I don't know necessarily That's when right. it is, but. It's when the connection is really made genuinely with God, and I felt, you know, God leading me at an early age and uh, and just really, you know, I, I would get saved every altar call, you know, just because my heart is so, you know, tender and soft towards the Lord. And so, uh, but, you know, that genuine connection was made, and, and and I just love gospel music. My mom just introduced me to so much as a child, and, and I didn't really bear off the past too much. I mean, I listened to you know, a little voice to men or Mariah Carey here and there, but it was really gospel. I mean, I was, I was, it was crazy because, you know, here I am, seven, eight years old, a white kid raised in the deep south, and I'm, I'm loving Shirley Caesar, you know. Wow. Mississippi, right. Mississippi Mass Choir, and so it was, it was, you're not so typical upbringing, but I've always loved gospel music. And you know what? I love I love that you say that. It, it, you know, some of the descriptions you use brought back memories for me. I'm a PK as well, and I was at the altar every Sunday getting saved too. You just and like about you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, oh, yeah. we won't even get into that. But <laughs> nevertheless, I also really had a tender heart towards God. He he revealed himself to me early. I'm talking about like five years old. Mm-hmm. Now your mom was a choir director, so not only were you under the word, the preach word, but the music. Uh, was married right, right on in that. So you got that right. anointing. Uh, you even have a label, and your website is oilonit.com, and then Oil On It Music, which you started in 2003. You mm-hmm. uh, it, And you know what? You mentioned that you're a white boy. So to those of you listening, if you've never heard of Patrick Dawson, which I'm sure you have, FYI. <laughs> He's a white boy <laughs> who yeah, loves gospel music life. and sings I've it. Been my whole life. Yeah. You've been a, you've been a white guy your whole life. I know that. Yeah, my whole life. You didn't have a choice but to love Jesus and the same. That's exactly right. Because your mama That's was exactly director. Right. You didn't That's have right. you didn't now, have that choice. Patrick, no, did when not. did you when did you I, I know you know that Jesus revealed the reality of who he was to you mm-hmm. young. But when did you decide, if you remember? Because I don't. Because like I just said, I, I went up several times. Uh, not several. You needed But when did you Praise decide that you were going to sing about Jesus forever? And it wouldn't be nothing else but singing about him. When did you decide well, that? Was that something that you just knew? It, You know, it was. And, and 
you know, I can't really tell you the age. I want to say probably maybe around uh, nine years old. Um, I just I felt like I was abnormal. You know, it's like I wanted to hide my affection for gospel music, and and uh, of course I, I closed my door and and turned on my 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 big uh, stereo system with the ten foot tall speakers that we all used to have with a cassette player. <laughs> and um, you know, I just sat there and would would listen to the whinings, and then I just sometimes I'd just be moved to tears just at their tone and and the mm-hmm. lyrics. And uh, but I remember specifically, and I speak of this often. Uh, I remember specifically uh, laying in the floor of my room listening to a cassette, and uh, I opened up the cassette, and you know, any any real musician or uh, anybody in music, they always like to see who's behind the scenes and they read those liner notes, you know. So, right. Uh, so I opened up the cassette and uh, just began to look at the uh, insides of it. And this particular artist had just it just come out that you know that they had fell into immorality and and that God was restoring them. And I was just crushed. I mean, I was, you know, like I said, about nine years old, and and, and I just verbally said out loud. I mean, I'm just in tears because I really looked up at this person. And I said. You know, God, if you ever choose to use me like this, I want to represent you well. That was in the essence of what I said, you know, is, wow. is I want to do a, a good job for you. You know, I want to represent you well. And, right. and uh, you know, from that point on, I just, there was always a sense of destiny and uh, couldn't really put my finger on it. And I kind of thought I was weird because, like I said, I was, my, you know, my parents uh, had pastored in, in uh, predominantly African-American town, which was Selma, Alabama, which a lot of people know. Selma. Uh, Selma and Montgomery where, you know, the birthplace of civil rights, uh, everything uh, that we know about civil rights, a lot of it was originated here. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so uh, the church my dad pastored was, was uh, you know, a very multicultural church for the 80s, you know. And so we always had something a bit different. My mom always did such a wide variety of music. She did anywhere from Southern gospel to black gospel and Oh wow! So we just didn't really know one vein, and so um, even growing up in school, you know, I was probably one of twenty white kids in a student body of six or seven hundred, and so even my uh, my world, my culture was, you know, shaped by the African American community. So, you know, I just felt I just want to you know I want to say you felt awkward, I think, because you were called. You were you were going to be going mm-hmm. down the the path, uh, not you know, not so easily chosen. Shirley Caesar always says this, just about every concert. You know, some were sent, others just went. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> you were sent, Patrick. I appreciate <laughs> and, that. Uh, man. You know, y'all summer eatings was off the chain, wasn't it? Y'all had, I bet y'all had a slew of food for the church church events. Man, let me tell you, man, we <laughs> slew we of had food. Some eat, we had some eating meetings, for real. I mean, it was. I mean, uh, and it was monthly. We had monthly fellowship suppers, and we had homecoming, and we had all you know all these events. That we were definitely gonna have something to eat. But, your plate uh, looked like the world. I wanna, I wanna ask you this real quick, and, and big ups to your mom um, to mm-hmm. be sensitive to the heartbeat. Um, mm-hmm. Like you said, white family in a predominantly mm-hmm. white black town, separating mm-hmm. predominantly black members. And she right. was sensitive to do a variety of music. I think that, and Patrick, you, you know this uh, probably better than anyone because you were raised in it. And even now, as a worship uh, leader, minister, um, you know, doing what you do at a multicultural ch- church, I think mm-hmm. some churches, especially in white areas, which I am in, they mm-hmm. miss that. And they, they, yeah. they'll have black people uh, at their predominantly white congregations, but only mm-hmm. do CCM or Maranatha. Right. You know, it's kind of like, please, would you do something that we like to? But on the other street, right. same the thing in black, black churches. We will only do our music, right, and not be sensitive to the white people mm-hmm. or Hispanics or whatever who are coming in. Do you think that's important that you kind of honor everybody's music choice, or, or are you of the, the frame of mind that, hey, it's all, it's all gospel music, get over it? What, well, what do you say you know, about that? I think it I think it is something that we have to be sensitive to um you know and I have a huge initiative that I'm working on behind the scenes to really just hammer a lot of this stuff out and it's it's called Color of One and Aww. uh it it's something I'm working on I can't really talk about it right now but it's 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 still probably a couple of years from from being out but you know I really want to uh bring attention to those those topics I think it's very important because number one 
uh, you know, I feel like a church's uh, demographic should be should mirror that of the yes. demographic of, yes. of the city. Thank you. You know, if your if your city is seventy percent black, you know, thirty percent or twenty five percent white, five percent Asian or Hispanic, I think that your church should mirror that. If not, I think that we're not doing everything we can to really, you know. Um, put ourselves in the place of, of ministering in a multicultural way. And, and two, you know, I've always been, my heart has always been, any ministry that I've been a part of is for us to look and sound like heaven. And so, Oh, um, I love that. Oh, you know, that gave me it, too. It, it, <laughs> it's important. You know, it can't happen. You can't have a pastor say, okay, we want all races to come to our church, a white pastor, right. and yes, entirely white staff. It just you have to start. I, oh Lord, down. say it again. I'm gonna get in trouble mm-hmm. on this show. Only because praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You are gonna get them emails today? Yeah. No, I'm gonna I'm afford so, those emails to Patrick. I'm gonna say Patrick. I'll, 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 I'll gladly take them because it's, it it really is my heart. And um, you know, I think that you have to start from the top down. It has to be something that you, you just don't want for the sake of having it, just to say you have it. But right. It, that is truly the heartbeat of your church. Is that hey, we're gonna minister to all people. And, uh, you know, that we're going to break down stereotypes even within our community. And so I've been fortunate and very blessed to to always really be a part of a very multicultural church. Most of the time, you know, our churches have leaned towards being, you know, predominantly black. Um, Even the church that I serve in now is my father's church in Montgomery, Alabama. And, uh, you know, our church is is very diverse. You know, I think, you know, we're probably at 75% African-American and then, other, you know, white and, and other, and we have a, a good Hispanic representation. But uh, I just think that I, I tell people, I say I think we're one generation removed probably from it really being the way I think God wants it to be, you know. and I think you're uh, being, that's that's hopeful, Patrick. You think just one generation? I, I don't think, know. Yeah, I think, Sunday morning I is think, still the most segregated day of the week. That's yes, but I'm finding out. I'm I'm personally, you know, finding out that young people they don't care. You know, yeah, they don't care if it's they all black, care. if it's all white. They they, they right. want to be where they want to be, and they're going to be where they want to be. And so, uh, you know, my son, he's biracial, and um, you know, he I don't think he'll grow up with some of the challenges had I been biracial. You know, or even in, in my generation coming up in in the 80s. You know, I'll be 35 this year, so. Um, I just think that we have to do our part, you know, to help break those stereotypes, to break those barriers. Um, another thing too is, and this might uh, be this might get us some point. letters, some complaints. Yeah, we, we get emails every week. It's okay. You you really don't have to worry about that. Tough field to swallow, but a lot of times, you know, I I, I really think that it's hard for you know a white family to go into a predominantly yeah. black black pastor themselves to a black pastor, you know, and so I think, you know, some people are going to have to say, you know what, I'm gonna be the agent of change. I'm gonna I'm gonna do my part. And if God has called me here, then he's called me here. You know, this is not a stunt, but uh God if I enjoy the, the, the ministry of this church, I want to be a part of it, you know, it shouldn't be an issue. Uh, whether or not I'm going to take it's my family. But music, music is is a driving force to why people will join a church. You know, it you is. can have a horrible pastor, but have the best music ministry, <laughs> and you will see that that church is packed out. Patrick, yes. I love what you're saying. And if you're just tuning in, you're listening to the voice Don't of Patrick Dobson, writer, singer, songwriter. He is the bomb diggity. He also is a businessman. He has his own project out, and we're going to be talking to him in just a couple minutes about his single, Keep Me. He knows what he's talking about, folks. We're talking about multiculturalism in the church. Your first full-time position as a worship leader was at a multicultural church in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Mm-hmm. Since then, he's served in that role under various ministries, including under Bishop Gary Oliver's Tabernacle of Praise and Worship in Fort Worth, Texas. Man, you've got an amazing testimony, including, like I just said, uh, your single, Keep Me, which you guys are working on a music video. Um, tell us about that, because you mentioned your son and him being biracial. Is the music right. video out, Patrick? It is. It's, it was just released um, January 29th, and it came out uh, on Well Gospel 2013 on the DVD as well as the CD. Uh, and I was just ecstatic, you know, for, to be a part of that. And, and the music video is, is on YouTube. We put that up uh, early February. Uh, I think February 7th it was, and the music video actually timelines me and my wife's adoption process with our son, and 
it was just a miracle. I mean, everything you see in the video, it was accurate, plus a whole lot more that we couldn't even have time to dive into. But uh, it's really, you know, I wanted to do a music video that I know a lot of times we see people struggling with alcohol or drug addiction, and, mm-hmm. and it seems to be the recurring theme a lot of times in our music videos. And, and I said, you know what, I want to take a different spin because this is where I've lived over the last few years. I mean, me and my wife have been married 12 years, trying to oh, have kids. And, and thank you so much. This year will be 15. And so, um, but after our 12th year of marriage, God gave us an opportunity to adopt, and it happened. I mean, it was just an amazing process, but the music video really shows our story, and so we've already got testimonies back from that. And people just saying, man, I really love the song, but now I really, really, really love the song because <laughs> it just it shows, you know, uh, a little insight to our life, and uh, it's okay for us to be vulnerable, you know, because I believe that God wants to get glory out of our life, and it's not, you know, we always don't have the perfect picture, the Photoshop, you know, version of life, and so, um, you know, we go through stuff, and uh, we want people to see that and want people to know that. Amen. Amen. Well, we've got Keep Me, the single. We're going to air it in just a couple seconds. I got people texting me on your behalf, Patrick, Winston Cheney, the voice, radio voice, right here in Washington, D.C., awesome. says to tell you hello. Well, <laughs> I, I think appreciate he's it. Hello. Awesome. Winston is the man. Tell us about so Keep Me. Who? I, I have, I have some leftover greens in the, in the virtual uh, green room. Green so room? <laughs> yes. I you found really that picture. Greens, I just posted it up. You really eat collard greens. Do you? Oh, I love it. I love it. You I'm know a he eat them. What you talking about? Exactly. <laughs> can't you can't you sing the collard? Can't you hear the collard in his voice? I hear no. collard, collard, collard all up in his voice. Patrick, no. I'm about to get some hot sauce, brother. I like you. Yes, sir. <laughs> Tell us really quickly about Keep Me. How the song? Did you write it? Who wrote it? How, how did you choose it? And we're gonna play it. Tell us about okay. the song. I wrote the song in 2004, and I was going through a really tough transition. And and at this point, I had never intended on writing anything to record or even for radio, and it was just my prayer to God. And I sat there in my room, and it's probably the quickest song that I've ever written. And um, wow. it was just my heart's cry to God. And uh, it stayed with me. It was my song for years. And then I connected with Fred Hammond a few years later, and uh, he wanted to record it, put it on his album, and then... We decided not to. He's like, man, this is your song. You need to sing it. And so here wow. it is, you know, released in 2011, 12. And uh, it was something that, that, you know, God has done so much with. And I'm still just humbled by the testimonies and uh, realized that what I was going through sometimes seems so menial compared to the testimonies that I get, you know, people are really going through. And, and so uh, I'm just thankful for how God has used the song. And he has used the song. If you're just tuning in, music by listeners. Patrick Dobson has worked with, uh, written with, contributed to uh, music by gospel great Fred Hammond. And, man, Patrick is great himself. The God in him shines so loudly and brightly. We're about to listen to Keep Me. Don't you go anywhere because after the song, we'll ask uh, Patrick a last question. We'll open up the phone lines, give you guys just a short opportunity to talk to him. And, uh, man, this song has the oil on it. Speaking of oil on it, go to oilonit.com to find out more about Patrick. You can follow him on Twitter at Patrick Dobson. That's D-O-P is in Paul, S is in Sam, O-N. And uh, the video, the music video, you guys, is on YouTube. Go there now, as well as iTunes. Download this whole album. You are Jesus. You're my strong tower, Jesus. My strength is our Jesus. You're my deliverer, yes, My hope and my future, Jesus. Source in my shelter, Jesus. You're my Savior, keeper, my friend. Lord, I need you. 
Thursday, everybody. Did y'all like that? I loved it. Love everybody it. in the chat room is going on and on about it. Man, Patrick, that song is addictive. It's anointed. And you just you wrote it. You said you wrote it quickly. Yes, it is. It is. Wow. Where can people go to get your projects? I was trying and to tell you. Your music. I was trying to tell them that I wrote it first, but you know that's oh, okay. okay that's okay. You I wrote didn't it first. It. You didn't release it, and then <laughs> I didn't released. release it. Yeah, Somebody right. Else. I didn't release. I let Patrick do that. I let Patrick release. It. <laughs> uh, they can actually grab the album at Walmart. They can get it at on iTunes if they're um, if that's their outlet, or they can get it on my website at oilonit.com. Uh, you can also get it on Best Buy uh, website and in store, and uh, Barnes and Noble. So there's and Amazon. So uh, there's some good spots to grab it. Great. Just have two last questions for you, and I'm going to open up the phone mm-hmm. lines and get you on your way. Patrick, what makes you laugh? If you can think of one thing that makes you laugh every time, what would that be? Other than uh, my teacher. <laughs> my there little boy, for one. Uh, life. Oh. You know, I have to laugh at life, my little boy. Um, he's just as silly as me, and so he's only he's two and a half, almost two and a half, and so I'm already seeing how the silliness is rubbed off, and so he's just, <laughs> he cracks me up. But, um, you know, and, and, too, I have to laugh at myself because 
uh, you know, the later I stay up and I don't get much sleep, I, I get delirious. And so uh, me and my wife just have a good time hanging out. And, and our whole family is really, uh, we just like to have fun, you know, and, and really stay lighthearted because ministry sometimes can be so, so it can be tight at times, you know, it can be it can. tough. And so you have to really just keep it light. And so uh, that's that's what we try to do is keep it light and have fun. Now, you, those things that you mentioned that made you laugh, you also t- talked about some things that are tough that you deal with. What is it like being Patrick Dobson? I mean, you have um, opened up for pastors such as Marvin Sapp, uh, Bishop T.D. Jakes. You shared the stage with mega gospel greats like, of course, Fred Hammond, uh, Donnie McClurkin. Um, you're doing your thing, top ten uh, billboard hit. You're on the Wild Gospel 2013 CD and DVD release. I mean, what 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 I mean you just I'm sure many people are like man I wish I was him. <laughs> well, you, you know, you to have a, a great of, life there, Patrick. What do you have to complain about? No, I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, and and that's that's the deceiving part is just you know the only thing people see is what they see now you know and so uh, the, the the vision for my album to come to pass was given to me in October of 2003. And so wow. I went through years of just believing and thinking I made the right connection and thinking that this is the way it was supposed to go, you know, and, and, and I mean, I got down to some really good opportunities and got ready to, to make some decisions and the Holy Spirit said, no, this is not it. And I'm like, Lord, why are you playing with me? You know, it's just like, it, you know, why would you bring this before me if this is not it? So, um, really being sensitive to, to his voice and, and and really, you know, a lot of times you find yourself where you have the plan of God that he's given you and you're running after it and, and uh, sometimes it's just you and your wife or if you're not married, it's just you that, that's believing that God has told you to do it. And sometimes you can look foolish. Sometimes, you know, people, they can't see the end product. So, uh, and they're well-meaning. They can be family and friends. I mean, I had, uh, when I moved out to Dallas, I left a, you know, Fred had asked me to come out and work with him there and write with him and tour, and it was a real opportunity. I felt like God wanted me to take, and I left a full-time staff position at a church. I left insurance. You know, I left Wow. Did you say insurance? I did. <laughs> I, I did. Health insurance. You know, until yeah. people go without it, they don't know, Patrick. That's right. So that is, that That's is right. big. You're right about and that. So, it would no, seem that with, with all the connections you have, though, Patrick, that you would be thinking, oh, I got this. No. No, no, and I, I went out to Dallas with nothing being promised, and wow. it was the first time that I had really just uh, abandoned what I knew to be my life, you know, and really just, and a lot of people don't know, me and my wife, you know, we packed up a, a storage unit and uh, moved out of our house in Alabama and with $88 to our name, and... um and I had to go down to uh, stay with my parents a few weeks until I could get the money, enough money to move to Dallas. And uh, I'd exhausted every resource that I had to, to really get my music off the ground and and uh, ended up working with my brother-in-law for a few weeks just to make some money. He's a, he was a painter, owned a paint, painting business, and so I painted with him. And I got enough money to move out to Dallas and uh, didn't even have a home out there. And... Uh, Drove around with a U-Haul, and uh, my vehicle had a a U-Haul trailer on the back of it for about five days before we knew what we were going to do. And it just seemed it was re- really ridiculous if you look at it in the light and the logic. And and it was tough. And I had a, a well-meaning friend of mine, an artist friend of mine, said, "Patrick, you shouldn't do it. You should stay at the church." And he said, you "Wow, know, you're going to end up eating peanut butter and jelly sandwiches." And and I, and I just said. You and know, you I did, said, no. and I did, yeah. And, and and I told my wife, I said, "Baby, all I know is this: if I fail going after what I believe to be God in my life, then at least mm-hmm. I fail going after mm-hmm. Him. Mm-hmm. You know, I fell in the right direction, and so right. Uh, I mean, it was tight, y'all. I mean, it was squeaky. Tight. We believe and, you. Uh, yeah, ain't nothing wrong with no PPJ. And you know, people PPJ. people just make. Assumptions. Hey, this guy's getting to do this, and and you, you know, how did you get to do that? And you must be really doing it. And 
you know, it was it's a whole lot of work. You know, it, it God's call doesn't come without work, and just because it is His will doesn't mean it's going to be easy. Amen. And, uh, I'm gonna have to quote you on that one. That is so true, <laughs> and I, you you you're saying it so eloquently, Patrick. Um, perception is reality in the music industry, and I'm a newcomer, so I'm seeing this. You know, wow. You know, people look at all the glitz and the glam and the who you know and think that life is so easy for you, and they don't realize uh, that you got a testimony. <laughs> and it's a face yeah, walk for you know, even God you too. So um, you know, I was hustling my graphic design business out there when I was wow. in Dallas. God gave me that as a stream, and I was getting out each day, going door to door to businesses, just asking, "Hey, do you guys need any brochures developed, or can I do a logo for you?" I mean, I was seriously just you know, on the grind, just trying to get my business off of the ground out there. And, and God gave me what I needed. And, and I can't say that it just poured in, but it, it was, he, he sustained us and um, gave us the opportunity. And, and, you know, I look back now and I'm like, man, it was, it was, it was hard. It was painful, but I embrace it because I know it's part of me. It's, 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 it's part of what God has done in me. And I look back and I embrace it all, the high, the high points and the low points. Amen. And it, it, it's, it's, it's almost like a, a fabric, you know, the richest mm-hmm. colors sometimes come from our deepest pain. That's right. Tanya yeah. Dallas Lewis said it right here. <laughs> the music rock. Quote. Patrick, you are the bomb.com. Again, you, you were so humble when I met you, even on Twitter. You, you know, in my eyes, you know, you're like way up there, but your heart is like gold. And I thank well, you for that. Um, it means so much. Uh, to an artist who's, you know, still on the grind and, and doing her thing mm-hmm. as well. And you, you, we need more of you. I'll just say it like that. I, I, don't, I don't want to uh, downgrade the music industry at all. Uh, but I will say, uh, when it comes to artists and those who are outblazing the pathways, which you are doing, we need some of y'all who are just still down to earth and will just, you know, stop and say hi and how are you and really care when you I answer. appreciate that. So. And eat a PBJ and eat a PBJ and collard greens. Yeah, man. You know what I mean? There's hot absolutely sauce nothing wrong with it. I mean, and lemonade. There's nothing <laughs> you know wrong. Nothing wrong. Nothing no wrong. problems <laughs> with it. Mm-mm. Well, if you're just tuning in, you missed a great interview with Patrick Dobson, contributing writer to, and singer as well, uh, to Fred Hammond, gospel great, Grammy Award winner. He's doing his own things, y'all. He's got his own project out. Keep Me is doing, it's blazing the record, the gospel billboards. New music video. Y'all, let's blow this music video YouTube views out the water. Support him, I'm telling you. Patrick, do you have any um, words of wisdom that you'd like to to leave for anybody out there who's thinking, man, I I really feel called to do this? Mm -hmm. I think some of us jump in and do it. Uh, I noticed you said that you listened to God's voice. You you thought, I think you were saying back in 2003 was the time to do, you know, some things. And God was telling you, no, not now. You know, and you had to wait on him and you had to take some chances. What is your advice to gospel artists, especially those who are aspiring to, you know, go far in the music industry? Well, one thing thing you have to understand, I would say to those that are listening, because I know not all of them are artists and all of them are aspiring to do different things in life, whether it's a business, but... Amen. It That's is, true. You know, a music career, and uh, you know, God honors faith, and so it's our responsibility to. The more impossible it seems to us, I think the greater enjoyment that God gets out of knowing that we'll trust Him with it, and so it's our responsibility to take the word that He's put in our heart. And a lot of times, when He gives us the word, there's a lot of space before it's manifested or we can actually touch it. Mm-hmm. So I tell people a lot that we have to just hop in the vehicle of faith and go from point A to point B and stay committed to staying in the vehicle, and so, uh, and I just want to encourage, I, 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 I like a scripture that I leaned on for so long, even through our adoption process, and it was Second Corinthians 1 and 20, it says, the promises of God are yes and amen, and so we have to understand, uh, I like the way the message version says it, it says that if we'll take our yes and, 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 and combine it with God's yes, there'll be a glorious mm. event that will take place, and so, you know, it's our responsibility to trust him wholeheartedly, and Sometimes you'll find yourself sitting in the car. I, I, I said I was striping a parking lot one night, uh, painting a parking lot, and and I'm sitting there with hot tears rolling down my face, just saying, "Lord, this is not it. This is not what you called me to." Wow. And and he knew that before I knew that, you know. And but we have to petition God and and, and trust Him with our life and trust that His timing is 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 accurate. And so I just want to encourage somebody that God will keep them, whether it's it's 
you know, uh, a child that, that needs salvation or whether it's a spouse thing or whether it's starting mm-hmm. a new business or even their own music career, uh, that, that, you know, they have to trust God with it and that his promises are yes and amen. And so our, our job is to not play the VHS tape that's worn out from Satan that keeps on repeating our failures. But our, mm. our thing is is to look at what God is, is saying in his word. He promises that uh, that we'll have a good life. He, he, he says that he wants to give us uh, a hope and a future. And so we have to make that the repetition in our heart uh, so, that, so that we can see those promises fulfilled. That's right. You're listening to the voice of Stellar Award nominated Patrick Dobson. Open the heavens. This is debut product project. It's a product, too, yes, but project <laughs> produced <laughs> by Noah product Hall and himself. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's right. Available at Walmart. Amen and amen. <laughs> it's available in stores everywhere. Man, I'm so happy for you, Patrick. Thank you so I much. Broderick Purvis texted me saying that he wants to sing on your next album, and you better let that's him. That's right. So. Yep. <laughs> okay, I need a YouTube yep. audition on that. <laughs> yep, that's it. That's it. <laughs> And this time, this time you, you have to sing Keep Me and ask to be on YouTube, so we'll right. check it out. He's going to sing my version, the version that I wrote, brother. The Keep there you me go. Oh. And then, yeah, right. That's how, that's how we do it. Little work. Well, so. Patrick, until I see you again uh, out on the harvest or in the in the harvest, there we go. Mm-hmm. So honored to be your fellow laborer in this musical journey. Thank you for all that you do. Rooting for you. Yeah. Uh, hugs thank and kisses you. to your wife and your child And thank you so thank much you. for being on the meeting Thank you so much, God bless you, I appreciate the opportunity Take care Alright Man, he is what is up It's the Music Box yeah. with your girl It's 8.47pm Eastern Standard Time Right here on the Music Box We had a great time hanging out in Chillaxon With somebody who was so down to earth And so talented He sang at the Stellar Award um, radio luncheon, I think two years ago, and like totally changed the atmosphere in, in the room. I mean, all he had to do was walk up there and open his mouth and start singing. That's anointing. And that's, you know, even as I was a little girl and I would see singers or we'd go to different churches, my, pastor, my dad would preach, the ones who always stopped me in my tracks were the ones who had the oil on them, and that is Patrick Dobson. He's got the oil of God on him. You guys make sure you check him out on oilonit.com. Again, you can follow him at Patrick Dobson on Twitter. And, of course, download a single, Keep Me. Like, oh, my gosh, you have to do that. Where did Logic go? I'm here. You, 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 oh. I think you sent me downstairs to the basement for a minute there. You know, I so didn't. Even at the opening of the show, as Terrible. you saw, I was having Terrible. some, we were having some tech. <laughs> No <laughs> difficulty, <laughs> but I just pressed right on through it. Yes, right on. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to thank you guys for tuning in tonight. We still got a few minutes left. You know what I have to do? My 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 boy, Winston Cheney from Radio One, love him. Uh, amazing, amazing talent and gift to the D.C. area. Man, he he deserves so much more than he has. I'm telling you, I, I'm gonna play his his radio drop. He probably doesn't even know I have it. I don't even know if he's still listening, but I'm gonna play it. I'm gonna play it. This is like an inside joke between me and myself and I, as y'all can tell. Here right, it goes. Right, because I'm not. <laughs> Hi, I was in Janet. He was into my girl, Tanya Dallas Lewis, on the music box. <laughs> yeah. See, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. Okay. <laughs> I'm kind of weird. You already know that, right? That's fine. And uh, yeah, that's it fine. Is. That's that's fine okay. to be a little weird. But in your case, I am a little bit you weird. Are, you are not a little. <laughs> weird. Oh gosh! Thank you guys in Canada for tuning out. T- tuning out. Yeah. Oh Canada. <laughs> my brother, my white brother, Brett Russell. Yes. Love him. He's tuning in from Canada with his family. You know, right here on the music box, we play nothing but the best in indie independent gospel artist music. Actually, we're very, we're quite dependent. So some love to my girl, Keisha Rainey, on tonight. Let me see if I can find her. She's Keisha. Last week we showed, actually the last two weeks we've been showing love to Trish Stanley. We'll show love to whoever. Rap artists, too. Lots yes. of us loaded Yo. some rap, rap yeah, artists son. in here. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to, uh-oh, uh-oh. Are you trying yeah. to give me lessons so I can be a rapper? Uh, Is that what you're doing? Yeah. Mic erupts, you are? son. Miracles in the house. Yeah, this yeah. is your show. This is the only show that you can rap on. <laughs> so this Here's is it right here. Stand by Me by Keisha Rainey And when we come back from that It's shout out time The storm of life is raging 
Department of, oh, Lord, it was so many departments that sponsored this, all these government names, Office of Personal Management, EEO, I don't know, all them folks. Thank you, especially to the director of the OPM, John Barry. He cried. Are you doing your shout-out time before shout-out time? You just be breaking no. all your oh, rules. Right. I mean, but this is your sorry. show, though. But this is your show. I'm not Breaking playing. all the rules. I'm, I'm going to get back in line. Here we go. 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 I think. Where that organ at? Bring that it's organ. Shout-out time. It's shout-out time. We're trying to get Dallas Lewis. It's shout-out time. It's shout-out time. Right here on the music box. It's shallow time, it's shallow time, we're trying to get down this Lewis. It's shallow time, it's shallow time, right here on the music box. It's shallow time, it's shallow time, we're trying to get down this Lewis. It's shallow time, it's shallow time, right here on the music box. Get up and put your hands together right now. It's shallow time, we're trying to get down this Lewis. Right here on the music box. One of my youngest supporters, Miss Bree. That's my baby girl. Right here in Martinsburg, West Virginia. I think they are tuning in, and I just want to tell her to go to bed. You got to go to school in the morning. Or perhaps her mama is tuning in. (laughs) Again, a shout out, of course, to the Director of Office of Personal Management for the federal government, Mr. John Berry. Sir, you bless my soul with your comment about the national anthem. Now, next is Redskin Stadium. And the Verizon yes. Center for the Wizards. Yes. Yep. And I'm going to sing the national anthem for at those two venues as well. You sure you And then the Super Bowl. Sitting at the, dock, so. sitting at the dock of the bay? You sure you don't? No. <laughs> Just a little piss of it. Ooh. We had a good time today. Um, shout out to the GMAP Broadcast Network, of course. You guys can hear the show if you missed it tonight, tomorrow at 3 p.m. on the GMAP Broadcast Network. And then, of course, to my chocolate husband, since I was in D.C. and he works in D.C. for the federal government. I, we were able to snag a bite to eat at TGI Fridays. I was with my chocolate man. And you know what I did, Logic? While we were walking down do? the street, I held his hand. Hey, hey, wait a minute. Oh, okay. All right. All right. <laughs> well, for the Valentine's Day show, we went all the way in. So I didn't know if you was having a flashback. Don't be No, that was that you. Up. That was not me. <laughs> that, that was time. That of was course, TDL, the, uh, TMI. Service, the TDL engine, Lynn Peterson, Miss Carter, uh, uh, DJ Chairman of the Hour Gospel Swagger. I feel like I am um, accepting a Grammy. Eddie B. Sands Jr., I love you. Can't wait to have you back. And Logic, who you got to thank? I would like to thank, first and foremost, God and uh, his son Jesus that died on the cross for me. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. I would like like to also give honor to uh, all of the wonderful uh, authoritative figures here, the elders and the deacons. Mm-mm. The motherboard and the children and the children. Um, my lovely wife, who of uh, I love so much. And I want to. I also want to shout out all the individuals that hit us up. We got three more people that hit us up this week. Isn't that crazy? All right. right. We got three more people. So we'll reveal who those people are soon. And we but will. I want to shout them we out. Will. We Yeah. I and um, next week, James L. Walker, Gospel's Entertainment Attorney. He's going to be with us on March 7th. Yes, so all of you out there who are singers, producers, labels, uh, I don't care what you do with the music industry, even if you're just a fan or a gospel music lover, please tune into the show. He's going to be talking about uh, the plight of Toni Braxton, what she went through, and how you don't have to go through it no more. (laughs) Plus some other updates that have to do with the music industry. So you guys bring it on. Bring your butt is what I say here at home. That means you better be here. I'm I'm glad that you got him coming back on. Because I, I need to I talk, I need to, talk to him about Patrick and how he took my song. Okay, <laughs> he's a lawyer and a, you know an ET lawyer at that, so that would be the perfect person to talk to, I need to about talk to him it. About yeah, Patrick, me and Patrick, we're gonna have to share some collard greens or something. Collard greens <laughs> at some point. Also, I need your help, family. I've got a new single out. It's called Intimate with You, and I need you. I need you. I need you to download it on iTunes. I need you to share a link on your wall. I need you to call your local radio station. I need you to tweet tweet at Praise DC at Heaven Six Hundred. I don't care about politics with radio, whose label, whose money. I don't care. 
I need you all to ignore all that and go ahead and uh, support your girl. Remember, a true supporter is vocal, and I can't do this alone. I'm not an independent artist, Logic. I am a dependent right. artist, and right. I'm dependent on family and friends and the Lord, of course. I love the way Patrick was so transparent about his musical journey. I mean, again, you've written for and know personally and have his phone number in your phone, Fred Hammond. You've shared the stage with tons of people. You've sung for Bishop Jakes. I mean, the list just goes on and on, and yet he still reminded everybody Grinding. that he has a faith walk, too. You know, it's That's not right. all, you know, what do they say? It's not all apple peachy uh, king. pieces. So it's um, not all peachy king. There you go. So I appreciated him being transparent about that. He's a cool dude, man. Right. And but, you know there's a special on your song, Tanya. There's a special. If you buy one, if you buy Infinite mm-hmm. with you, Mm-hmm. Then you can you can get dance with uh with with you for the same price. That's yo that's that's hot, ain't it? Yeah, okay. Buy, buy yeah. one, buy the other one for the same price. <laughs> I'm just gonna say yes. <laughs> yes. That's awesome. Oh my goodness! Well, we had a great time as always, uh, as we do here every Thursday with my brother Logic, the teacher. Look us up. Make sure you're following him too at LDT. Zero three on Twitter, and of course you can follow find him on Facebook at Logic the Teacher. Um, if you haven't heard these three words this week, please hear them from me. They are "I love you, but God loves you more." We will see you guys next week, same time, same place, right? Yes. Same time, same place. Same time, same place. James O. Walker. Tell same everybody what? shout out to Sarah Hearn who has been hanging out with us. Uh, religiously uh, every week so far and Ayana Smith gospel recording artist Randy Rand Thea that's a new one in, in, the, in, the, in the music box chat room I haven't seen I don't think I've met Thea yet but I, w- I will but uh, anyway <laughs> we're going to get on out of here and spend time with our families we hope you guys will too and uh, Logic I love you I love See you ya. too thank y'all for Who hanging with be us ya? In, the, in the basement in the basement I'm going holla All right, y'all, here's Intimate with you, and I'll see you guys next week. Love y'all. Never